Today's New Testament reading is the Holy Gospel according to St. Mark, the third chapter. Again, Jesus entered the synagogue, and a man was there with a withered hand. And they watched Jesus to see whether he would heal him on the Sabbath so that they might accuse him. And he said to the man with the withered hand, Come here. And he said to them, Is it lawful on the Sabbath to do good or to do harm, to save life or to kill? But they were silent. And he looked around at them with anger, grieved at their hardness of heart, and said to the man, Stretch out your hand. He stretched it out, and his hand was restored. The Pharisees went out and immediately held counsel with the Herodians against him how to destroy him. Jesus withdrew with his disciples to the sea, and a great crowd followed from Galilee and Judea and Jerusalem and Idumea and from beyond the Jordan and from around Tyre and Sidon. When the great crowd heard all that he was doing, they came to him. And he told his disciples to have a boat ready for him because of the crowd, lest they crush him. For he had healed many, so that all who had diseases pressed around him to touch him. And whenever the unclean spirits saw him, they fell down before him and cried out, You are the Son of God. And he strictly ordered them not to make him known. And he went up on the mountain and called to him those whom he desired, and they came to him. And he appointed twelve, whom he also named apostles, so that they might be with him, and he might send them out to preach and have authority to cast out demons. He appointed the twelve, Simon, to whom he gave the name Peter, James, the son of Zebedee, and John, the brother of James, to whom he gave the name Boanerges, that is, sons of thunder, Andrew, and Philip, and Bartholomew, and Matthew, and Thomas, and James, the son of Alphaeus, and Thaddeus, and Simon, the Cananean, and Judas Iscariot, who betrayed him. This is the word of the Lord. For today's meditation on God's Word, we welcome Pastor Scott Kearns. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father, and from our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Think about this for a minute. Isn't it true what C.S. Lewis once said? There are only two kinds of people in the end. Those who say to God, Thy will be done, and those to whom God says in the end, Thy will be done. Often, for people, sentiments toward God are not, Thy will be done, but instead it is more like, My will be done. It might sound strange to imagine going through the Lord's Prayer and getting to the part about will and saying, My will be done on earth as it is in heaven. But isn't that often what we confess? Confess in our thoughts, words and deeds, confess in what we do and by what we don't do. God, what you say is all well and good, but for me, my will be done. This distinction between my will and God's will is not at all new. In Mark chapter 3, verses 1 to 19, it's all about will. We first find in our text about how Jesus encounters a man with a withered hand and the Pharisees who laid in wait for Jesus to heal on the Sabbath. The Pharisees willed this 
so that they might accuse him. Secondly, in the text, we find out about the crowds who almost violently sought for Jesus to heal them. They willed for healing so much so that they were about to crush Jesus. Third and finally, we have the disciples. The disciples, or then the apostles, we learn, submitted to Jesus' will. It was here, his desire was that the twelve, that they might be with him and that he might send them out to preach, to have authority, and to cast out demons. In each of these, we learn that it is all about will. It is the will of man versus the will of God. Remember now Luther and his small catechism. The good and gracious will of God is done even without our prayer. But we pray in this petition that it may be done among us also. For how is God's will done? God's will is done when he breaks and hinders every evil plan and purpose of the devil, the world, and our sinful nature, which do not want us to hallow God's name or let his kingdom come. And when he strengthens and keeps us firm in his word and faith until we die. That's it. Always God's will is done. It's done in our text as Jesus' will was that he might heal the man with the withered hand. Jesus' will also here was that the Pharisees, even in their hardness of heart, might see that it's his will that all might be restored, not just withered hands, but also hard hearts. Jesus' will is done also with the crowds, not just in the boat was ready for him and that he was not crushed, but also that he healed many of diseases and of unclean spirits, as his will is to heal all. Jesus' will was finally on display as he gathers the twelve and sends the twelve out to preach and have authority to cast out demons. The will of God truly stands over and against man's will stands even to the point of death, death on a cross. Now, it is God's will that his word is taught purely and that his sacraments are rightly administered. It is this will of God that will ultimately strengthen and keep us now firm in his word and faith until we die. May we always pray, Thy will be done. Amen. And now may the peace of God, which surpasses all human understanding, guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus, till that life everlasting. Amen.